0: Because I'm a lazy cunt, uh, this is two of my consultations that were very interesting that I'm totally using instead of recording a new podcast because Cappy's busy. Hope you enjoy. We have an original request if you guys – you don't have to have a question. Sometimes people pay for originals. One guy paid for 10 uh, because Cappy comes up with some ideas and some thoughts. And uh, how do I get uh, girls? Uh, should I major in this? Da, 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 da. Those questions kind of get boring, although they may be beneficial to the individual having the consultation request. But then if you're like, hey, I'd like to hear what Cappy has to say, you could pay, and then that way those ideas move to the front because they're paid. I always have to do the ones that I'm paid for. And every once in a while, have you noticed how I haven't done a podcast in a while? Because there's no time. Anyway, so uh, someone paid for an original. And this one is this one, Riddle Me This, Riddle Me That. It's been riddling my mind for quite some time. I wrote this book, Where is it? How Not to Become a Millennial, co authored with a guy called Vince Barrett. And the, the main premise of that book was, okay, we have taken an entire generation, a millennial generation, and the left and the social sciences and the liberal arts geniuses and the government had their field there. You had an entire generation to practice your Frankenstein monster social science experiments on this generation. You got your little socialism. You got the, oh, you're great and amazing. You got to, you got to try it all. And um, <clears throat> now that the millennials, this book is a little bit older, millennials are approaching 40. I'm like, OK, how'd that work? How'd that work for you? How's that going for you? And without a doubt, and the dad is in there, the millennials, by every measure of an imagination, as the generation, not the individual, of course, is an abject failure, a, a literal, veritable, wasted crop of, of uh, human beings. That doesn't mean they don't have any value. That doesn't mean that they're not sa- sa- savable or salvageable. <clears throat> all I'm saying is, look, you put these kids who are now adults, you did the Dr. Spock, not the Star Trek guy, the child counselor guy. You did. You had it all. You got your run. You got your child one with an entire generation. What happened? And it's like, okay, it's an abject failure. And it's had a, a very interesting and unique response because the millennials think I hate them. It's like, no, the book tells you how to turn your life around. You're half dead. Do you want to? I'm trying to explain to you what happened, why you're miserable, why you're a failure, and what you can do. We've we've died. You have a disease. I accurately diagnosed the disease. Here is and here's the solution to the disease. And they're pissed off at me because I'm daring to point out, look, you got these problems. Here's the solution to the problems. Do you want to salvage the last half of your life? And some people are negatively responding to that. Others are like thankful, like, hey, you helped me. Yeah, you're right. I I stopped majoring in whatever philosophy and I majored in plumbing. And, uh, oh, I did hit the gym. I realized that I wasn't perfect the way my parents told me to be. And uh, I had to become something of value that other people would want. So it's been a mixed reaction. But the universal... Response I get, which confirms. See, you gotta you gotta pay attention when people what their words say, <clears throat> and what it also says that may not be obviously stated. The immediate kind of go to is well, we were lied to. To which I say, so then you admit you you're, you got screwed. You admit this is a bad situation. You admit you're wrong. Now you got wrong information. You made the wrong choice, but. This experiment, this great Frankenstein experiment we had on an entire generation of American kids, now adults, were wrong. And I always go to, well, who told you what? And I, because I I know things and I'm an economist, I'm like, oh, so you listen to basically socialists' advice. Your parents were socialists, your teachers are socialists, your professors were socialists. You follow all the socialists' advice. So what's the solution? Maybe free market Maybe lay back off the taxes. Maybe the government isn't the salvation in the Jesus Christ of your life. Oh, no. Well, you just told me that you, you were lied to. Who lied to you? It wasn't the Republicans in the Senate. It wasn't Mike Rowe. But uh, regardless of what that tells you when they said, we were lied to. I agree. You were lied to. All right? You were given the wrong information and either you were lied to unconsciously, uh, which is usually your parents because your parents didn't know, Jack. They were boomers. <clears throat> or consciously, which I would argue is your teachers and professors that told you, yeah, the socialism thing that never worked out ever. We got it this time. We, even though we've never left school since we were five years old that have been in the education industry the entire time, we figured it out this time. Oh, by the way, that'll be $300 of credit. Just sign here for the 6.5% interest rate loan. They the, they consciously lied to you. Oh, yeah, you don't need men. Oh, men are, oh, yeah, patriarchy. Oh, yeah, it's so you're so oppressed. Yeah, work more and pay more and te- get a master's degree. Yeah, any degree is a good degree. All right, you just sign on the die. Did you, did you pay the $700 of credit for law school? Okay, thank you very much. Whether you were lied to unconsciously or maliciously, you got the wrong information. And, and the conclusion of the book, <clears throat> which is linked below, uh, is, okay, we, we know what we did wrong now. We have empirical proof what we did is wrong. Now we can reverse engineer to do what is right and have actual progress and, and success and, um, and, and wealth and get people out of poverty, blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> but here's what I am fascinated with. Riddle me this, riddle me that, millennial parents. Okay, grant you, your parents, the boomers, absolutely, because there was another generation before you that was also lied to by the boomers. I, I won't bore you with our story. Um, You were lied to by your boomer parents. Why are you passing on the exact same lies to your children now? That's what I got to know. Like, you... One hand, now I know not every any uh, millennials are not a monolithic group, so some can do this behavior and others could do that behavior. And then as a group it looks contradictory. But there is some of you in this group where the Venn diagram happens, where <clears throat> you complain about your situation in life being lied to by the boomers. yet You're passing on the exact same lies to your kids. And I came up with a list, and it's not a comprehensive list. I mean, my God, you guys are lied to about practically everything in life. But we're going to go over some main ones, and and just just tell me if this is what you're telling your kids. And then there's one lie that you're telling your kid, not all of you, of course, but a lot of you are telling your kids, that the boomers never told you. And I'm kind of wondering, like, what do you think is going to happen to your kids and your kids' generation? So let's go through some of the key ones, right? You, this one, I don't, I, I've just, okay. I I mean, keep shooting yourself in the foot, America. This follow your heart and the money will follow any degree is a good degree. Major what you're passionate about. When, when does that lie stop? How many of you moron millennial parents still have student loan debt from your joke of a liberal arts degree or social science degree and now you're telling your kids, follow their heart in the money. Well, I, I, there, there's got to be some, right? There's that Venn diagram. Some of you got to exist, right? <clears throat> I know I, that one's never going away. I know. And there's a, there's a main reason none of these are going away. And I'll get to that later because you share something in common with the boomer parents. Um, this idea of socialism, where you don't have to work what you're entitled to. You have a right to this. You have a right to that. You don't have to work, essentially. Right, That's more Gen Z's coming on with that, with sympathetic leanings towards well, corporate America wasn't exactly fair to begin with anyway. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm somewhat there, but this idea that we don't have to work, we're entitled from womb to tomb to be taken care of. I'm like, well, then how does the food get produced? I mean I mean okay yeah you went you went from kindergarten from the marxist teachers that hated your guts boomers to the professor marxist teachers that hated your guts and they told you this big lie that somehow there's this economic ort cloud between the economy and big corporations and government and we just poop out all this goods and services like what did you ever figure out that labor makes that stuff and if we do not work we will not have food or clothing or shelter let alone video games, movies, and jewelry, and, and fancy clothes are things that you don't need. And you hear you, I, 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 here you are, still telling your kids, well, you know, things should be fair. Where has that gotten you? Where's that? That's more of a light. I'll, I'll get into political ideology and religion later. But where did this expectation would be a better way that you're going to have free food, clothing, and shelter? Where did that come from? And now you're passing that on to your kids. And how well did that work for you? I mean, it is truly a luxurious belief that doesn't pay. And you don't have the money for it to think that, oh, I just should. I should, 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 should. Yeah, there's a lot of things that should be. When, when do you give up this pie in the sky college student poppycock and get down to the real world? Especially now that you've got kids and you're telling your kids this too? Um, another one. This is more for the ladies, ladies in the house. Your career is more important than love. Your career slash education is more important than love. Your career is your most important thing. I, I, I'm, I'm again. That's one where I've watched my generation of women. Just I see where that ends, loneliness and spinsterdom. And I think ego protection protects that. I think a lot of women, men too, but more to recently the women. They have such ego investment in it. That's the sunk cost fallacy that, and I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe women do find more joy and happiness in a career and commuting and paying taxes and sitting in meetings and TPS reports. But I got to imagine that if you loved your kids, especially your daughters, you'd grab them and say, fall in love. People are the number one things. I wish I spent more time raising you instead of stuck working this crap job to pay off my joke of a student loan degree. I, 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 I am fascinated. <clears throat> okay. I get it. Patriarchy. You don't like guys that much. Okay. I'll I'll go with you on that. I'll go with it with you on that. What about your kids? I've never understood why people outsource the kids to daycare in the schools. I never understood that. Like I look at my nieces and nephews I'm like, holy cow, these things are fun. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. You want to do that? Yeah. Come on. Here's a nickel. Go buy a thing of one-day-old Wonder Bread at the gas station. Let's go feed the fish. Let's go on adventure. Let's go get ice cream. How can you not love your kids? How can you think working is more important than your kids? And by consequence, even though you're all socialist, socialists like it, you still all like your stuff. That's another thing I'm fascinated by oh ronald reagan george bush uh donald trump bad oh but i need my range rover i need my mcmansion in the suburbs what happened to all the socialism and everything what happened to what happened to love and peace man <gasps> whoa mommy needs a new uh convertible and work work is more important than your kids and anyway, what you really find out, it's not, it's, geez, tell me if this was the boomers. They, you don't love your kids. Just like the boomers didn't love you. Maybe you love them a little bit, but not as much as the stuff. Not, and let's be very clear. Your college degree was a stuff. It was a luxurious thing. You got the college experience. <laughs> Yay! And $150,000 debt that stuck with you this entire time then you have to have the mcmansion you have to have the suv oh my goodness they have to have the granite color tops i know a hippie couple and politics and disagreement aside they they get by they live in a two-bedroom apartment and you know what they do sit down millennial parents sit the f down hold on boomers sit down too they spend time with their children there ain't a day that the, these are the nieces and the nephews. There isn't a day that goes by that if I want, I could look up and say, holy cow, look, they're at the park. They're at the zoo. They're at the thing. They're at the stuff. The kids are outside. The kids are doing things. The parents invest time in their kids. And they don't have a lot of fancy stuff. They don't make a lot of money. But you know what? They got their priorities damn right. I think they're the only millennial parents I know. They got their, their priorities right. They're raising their goddamn kids. You guys are doing the exact same thing the boomers are. You're going for your stuff, and and stuff includes your joke of a degree, your masturbation material. They're like, oh my God, I'm so smart. I'm so smart. I went to Middlebury. I have my business degree. I got my MBA. Oh, your kid. Oh, no. Shape your kids off. So, there, your career's more important than your children. That's all right. Right? Right? <clears throat> now, let's revisit socialism, not socialism as like uh, an expectation. But socialism is like this, this religion as it's the most like politics is the most noble thing in life. Forget, forget just paying your taxes and being a self-supporting individual. You guys are perfectly all right being net economic parasites requiring every sort of government aid and assistance and living off your parents. But as long as you recycle, gosh, darn Holly, you're a good person. You're down with the cause. You what? I don't know. You protested Trump with the pink hats. You're, you're a fan, you, 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 you forget whether you're a good parent or a good citizen. It's more important that you got these jokes of ultimately what falls on the umbrella of parasitic politics. That's it. And I don't, I don't know if it's just that you want to be good in the eyes of other people. You want to be popular like it's still middle school, you though know, middle school, by the way, it's over. Didn't know if you knew that. Like, You can't just be a good pharmacist. You got to be a good leftist on top of it. I always called this profession plus politics, or in the case of corporations, profits plus politics. Look, dude, if you work as a truck driver, you're doing a service for society. You don't need to go above and beyond that. You're a truck driver. That's how you contribute to society. That's your profession. Oh, it's not good enough. Oh, I got to, I got to donate to the children's. I got to, and then you got to tell everybody about it. No one gives a damn. And by the way, don't know if you noticed this, it's 1965. So if we spent anywhere between 30 and $50 trillion, however you want to measure it, on poverty and socialist leftist causes, you haven't solved the damn thing. And it kind of gets back to like, hey, if you kind of take care of your own and yourself, A lot of these problems go away, but we don't want individual responsibility. You're such cowards. You're such weaklings. We're going to vote to take their money, not mine, and give it to them, and that'll solve the problem, or at least make me feel good. Ah, Such a good Democrat. That's Michael Savage. Such a good person. I voted for the right thing. My children are drugs, but I'm a Democrat. And so now you instill that in your children. <clears throat> I would say the individual is probably more important. The love of your fellow man, human beings, kind of the most important. But no, no, no. It's you better be, you better have a D or at least an S. Or no, at minimum a D, more like an S for social and basketball. Oh, man, if you get a C, oh, you're a really good person. And I'm, I'm sorry. Did the boomer teachers and your parents instill this in you when you were just little kids? Like maybe, I don't know, maybe you just want to be little kids. Huh? Huh? Maybe you didn't want to worry about what would be back in the day, uh, George Bush, whenever you were growing up. Maybe you didn't want to have your, your hippie teacher, some dying ga- last gasp of breath boomer teacher with their thick glasses coming in, telling you how bad Ronald Reagan was, how bad the Republicans are. Oh my God, we're all gonna die because of global warming. Here you are, eight years old. Maybe you just, well, you're forced to go to school, but you don't like, you just wanna play with a truck. Can can I just learn, you know, geez, lady, can I just learn reading, writing, and arithmetic? I don't like really being here. And 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 the reading, writing, and arithmetic is pretty boring already. But can you shut the F up about this George Bush senior guy? What do you mean I ran Contra? What are you talking about? Oh, are you doing the same thing to your kid? You are. You're not letting them be kids because you got to shove socialism up their ass. <laughs> Boomers meet millennials. I know you hate it. It really is like the fascists and the communists fighting in World War II, the Nazis and the communists. I don't know why y'all hate each other so much. I, I, I didn't understand it. It's like, look, you want to tell all the companies what to do. So, you effectively own them anyway. You're going to tell them what to do. So, you own them. But you, the communist, tell them what to do because you own the company. I don't see the difference. You're both dictators. You both own the means of production. What are you arguing about? Same thing. Uh, the boomers lied to us. You're doing the same thing as the boomers did. What do you, what, what do you, what you're on the same team? How about this? <clears throat> How about you unite? Okay. Oh, my God would would this just make you guys all cream your pants? How about this? How about you join forces, the millennial parents and the boomer parents join forces to double up on the kids, the millennial kids and the boomer grandkids. Like you get them in the, then your kids get you guys in stereo. The boomers corroborate the lies that the millennials attend, and then you could screw up another generation of kids, huh? Won't that be fun? They get your socialism, they got your environmentalism. I mean, God, you're such a good person. Another lie people should like you for you. You know, just be yourself. That really hurts the boys. Okay, boys, just in case you're wondering, nobody likes you for you. The great quote, which I forget who it was, but it certainly was not me. Women are human beings. Men are human doings. You must do something to attract women. Ladies, the same thing for you. More recently, the lie is big is beautiful. You're just fine the way you are. No, you're not. Either this thing stands up and salutes or it doesn't, which is fine. If you don't want to date, that's fine. Just but, but big is not beautiful. Okay? Society, other people, the opposite sex has standards. We could call oh my God, how many law, li- how all of what they were telling us is the sixties has been a lie, <clears throat> all of it. But generally speaking, if you would like to attract the opposite sex, you must become what the opposite sex likes. And that 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 is the baseline truth of which we can debunk all the other lies, whether that's big is beautiful, uh, just be yourself. Don't worry. The right girl will come along. Maybe it's you that's got the problem. Maybe you're just fishing in the wrong hole. No, no, it's, it's, you didn't go to the gym boys and, and you're not good looking enough. And you, well, frankly, it, this is just a natural course of it. You gotta, you, you gotta wait till you're older till you start making a little bit of money, becoming an established and accomplished man. So you could show women like, look, yeah, see, I, I got some stuff going on. Girls, no. <laughs> <laughs> By all means, go major in engineering. Yeah, uh, all means uh, have hobbies, go do a thing, get a career. Absolutely, that's better than lying around doing nothing. Absolutely, I'm I'm all for that. No guy gives a damn. Not one guy. I don't care what your mom told you. Well, men should. Men really like smart girls. Yeah, we do. Men really like girls who are accomplished and have their act together. Yeah, yeah, we do. That helps out long term. Like you got your finances together and all. Uh, But more important than that, we want to bang you, so you better be hot. (laughs) And if you ain't hot, ain't none of the other stuff gonna compensate for it. All right, but but you know, and think about that. Think about that. The boomers who were not good at love and marriage. They told you all these lies. Now you're passing on the lies, you're ruining what should be the number one thing in other people's lives, and that is love. Probably your spouse or your significant other throughout your life. Strinking or not, by the way, all right, got to be physically attracted to one another. All right. Uh, The idea that you're good enough the way you are, just be yourself. And then, you know, none of you are good enough the way you are. No, Gen X wisdom, Gen X truth bomb right here. Not a single one of you is good enough the way you are. You need to improve. You need to progress. But you telling these people these lies, you've ruined their love life. I don't know if that's kind of You've ruined their sex life. I don't know if that's kind of important to people anymore or not. Maybe not. Maybe younger people don't care about love or sex. I know I sure the hell do. And I know pretty much every generation before you in the entire history of humankind cared about that stuff. It's kind of important. But you're you're telling these kids, oh, no. <laughs> another one, another big one, you have a mental disorder. How many of you millennials were told that? And we need to put you on drugs. Your brain isn't developing. It isn't done developing yet, but we're going to put you Because you have a case of the Yehudahood Yehud, Yehud, Yehud. or Asperger's or autism or social anxiety, all this other stuff. Now, the thing is, here's, here's the real wicked, disgusting thing. People genuinely do have mental illness. Sometimes people do need help. Do you think for a damn second your parents or teachers actually gave a damn if you actually had a mental illness? Or was it they just didn't want to parent you? Or in the case of the parents... They didn't want to admit that they were crappy parents. And the consequence is, well, it wouldn't be aberrant behavior. If you have bad parents, the kids are going to act up. That's normal. I always get a kick out of people come up. <clears throat> Cappy, I uh, lost whatever, my wife, my job. I, I, and I found out I have a, a, a physical error. I got in a car accident. I'm feeling kind of depressed. What's wrong with me? Nothing. You should be depressed. If, if you were happy about this situation, Then there'd be a problem with your mentality. But right now, your brain's working pretty darn good. I'm sad and depressed because I have nothing to look forward to. My parents have been lying to me this entire time. And I'm stuck 10 hours a day with the bus in this prison called school. I'm sad and depressed. Oh, you must have social anxiety disorder. Here's some drugs. No, you should be depressed. Your life is depressing. It's going to the gulag. And then they say, oh, you have the case of this. You have the case of this. Here's some drugs. Now, I'm going to bet, I don't know, but I'm going to bet 85% of you didn't have a disorder. You had crappy parents who didn't want to take responsibility and just want to say, oh, it's my children that have, oh, there is a mental disorder. <laughs> and then there's some really sick efforts out there. My child has special needs. I'm special because my child's special. Have you seen that? some truly sick, twisted boomer parents. Gee, I wonder if there's some people doing the same thing in your generation to your kids. I wonder. I don't know. Again, I don't know why the communists and the fascists just don't team up and and just obliterate the next generation. (laughs) And then, but then here's one, okay, where just like you were lied to about having a mental disorder, here's one that, you guys have gone above and beyond the Boomer Call of Duty. You set the you set a new bar. You stood on the shoulders of these Boomer parents, uh, uh, the giants' shoulders. What's this thing trying to convince every little kid they're not straight? What's this thing about lying to them about their sexuality? And there's <clears throat> there's two levels here, okay? Eight years old? What? What? Look. Forget what the lie is whether you want to convince them George Bush is is the devil incarnate or Democrats or socialism are great or or you're not straight or whatever various uh, gender uh, <clears throat> sexuality may be out there. Can you let the kids be kids? I'm just as against telling kids about Jesus Christ or republicanism or free market capitalism at eight years old, as I am socialism or uh, non-straight genders. Can you let them be kids? right? And then when it comes time, sex ed time, you know, 11, 12, 13 or whatever, can you just teach them the facts? Hey, 90 odd percent of people are straight. They are heterosexual. Certain percentage are not straight generally falling into homosexual or bisexual. And then there's other. All right? And these are people too. There's nothing wrong with it. it might be statistically smaller or, or, or rare, but these are people too. They have every right. Uh, and if you are not sure, you know, give it some time. But you might like guys if you're a guy. You might like girls if you're a girl. You might not know. You know what? There's nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> but generally, this is how it goes. No, no. Some of you, like like the boomer parent, wanted the special needs kid, not because they wanted a special needs kid, because then they could they could jerk off to themselves about being a great person, like using it as a as a badge. All right. Some of you also want you, admit it. You it's not even that you want a kid that isn't straight. You want to promote. Oh, it's like when the like those uh, vegan parents accidentally kill their children because they don't give them protein with the, the little babies your ideology is more important than than what's in the best interest of the kids another one where occasionally thank god it's rare a a, a, a not straight couple doesn't matter gay or, straight, or gay or lesbian doesn't matter we're gonna raise our son daughter to be gay wait a minute i thought it i thought it's what it is i thought it's it, it's not a choice why don't you let your kid do that And so there's some of you parents, not all, some of you are going to try and force that on your kids. Because let's just admit it, like boomer parents, you love yourself more than your kids, right? Again, fascists and communists unite. But then you send them to the public schools where, geez, you think there's a political propaganda uh, uh, agenda there? They did a survey, what, 20% of Gen Zers claim not to be straight. All right, now I'll grant you. Out of that twenty percent, eighteen are faking it because they want to be popular. I'll grant you that. Okay, and there's two percent that are legit, but it didn't get to twenty percent without politically motivated teachers in an environment pushing. That's like you're you think you're you're not straight right? You're not straight right? Huh? Here, isn't it cool? Isn't it? Look, I'm the cool hipster teacher. Hey, don't you want to be? I'm 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 your friend. And you don't watch over your kids kind of like the boomer parents did at like what's going on in the schools. You are not like, I'm pulling the kids out of here. We're homeschooling. You're not like sitting down talking to your kids. Like, Hey, look, your teachers are whacked. Okay. The one with the tattoos on her face and has purple hair and claims to be a guy. All right. Yeah. She, she, she might be, she might be, uh, but you're not, you're not whatever pansexual son. You're, you're, you're nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> and you should be playing with trucks. Girls should be icky. You know, they should play with the dolls or whatever it is. Uh, it's just nothing that you should be worried about. But, you know, hey, your politics is more important than your children, right? Right? Yeah, of course. And for you teachers, you millennial teachers, just, you know, obviously, obviously. You don't give a damn about education because you teachers never did. You just wanted summers off, an easy job, and to avoid work. You're just the most pathetic, disgusting people ever. And it's a shame that society lets children anywhere near you people. And it's not because like you're you're gropers or groomers or anything. That, that's not. It. It's just you're completely worthless. You 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 offer nothing of value. And if anyone loved their kids, they'd be pulling these kids out and homeschooling them and replacing teachers with YouTube and library books and parents, loving parents. But that ain't going to happen. I know. Because it's more important you guys got babysitting so you guys can work your jobs and your career, right? Am I right? Am I right? So we're all boomers, right? And we're telling the exact same life. Oh, and the final thing I want to point out about this. Look. The previous lies that the boomers told you, you guys are telling the boom, your children and the boomers told you, it did result in an absolutely destroyed life. Am I correct? Am I correct? Don't, don't say, but the boomers lied to us. That implies that your life is, is screwed up. <clears throat> How much pain and misery and agony are you going to put your children through convincing them they're not the gender that they are? Instead of letting that happen naturally and helping them find out to correctly identify, which the vast majority of them are straight. What's that like when you've either convinced them otherwise through political propaganda teachers um, or for the desire of them to be popular in school, which is a huge pressure where they're faking it? What is going to be the psychological ramifications and costs of like, let's say you're straight, who's really straight, but he ends up sucking dick anyway. Because it's popular, he doesn't know because there wasn't anyone to counteract this this peer pressure on the part of teachers. What what do you think that's going to do to people? When you were lied to about having ADHD and you need to go on Ritalin and you were a bad misbehaving boy, how did that work? Did that have an effect on you? It did. I wonder what lying to people about their gender is going to do to them. And if you think you hate the boomers, holy cow, you have no idea how much your children are going to hate you. No freaking clue. No idea. You know, like you're not going to help your boomer parents in the nursing home? Like you're going to let them rot? When your kids wake up and look back, and they will because they got the internet now, and see what you did to them? And the hypocrisy not to mention that too. Oh, oh, they, they might go so far as to vote Republican and cut off all your Social Security. <laughs> I don't know if going to go that far. That would make sense. That would be wise budgeting and good fiscal uh, frugality. But you, you want it. And your life is going to be just like the boomers. Millennial, thy name is Boomer. Meet thine self. And it's kind of a little bit too late already. I, 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 I just all it, all it ultimately ends up being is that nobody wants to work and have responsibility. <clears throat> no one wants to go to school for the right thing. No one wants to work hard. No one wants to pay off their debts. No one wants to work a second job. And parenting is work. If you're going to do it right, and let's just admit it, just like the boomers didn't want to put the work into to raising you, you don't want to put the work into raising your kids. And all these lies, no matter what variant or flavor. Is just work abdication, responsibility abdication, avoiding work and responsibility and outsourcing and, and sh- shift blame shifting, deflection? Oh, it's the teachers. It's that. It's society. It's the isms. It's the is. No, it's really crappy parents. It's absentee parents. It's egotistical, egomaniacal parents who should not have bread. And the only reason you had kids, why? Because you wanted kids because they're a thing to you. Just like the boomers. So if you'd like to not have another generation of pain and suffering, please. buy by the way, get the book below how not to become millennial goes through everything we did wrong. But can we can we just stop lying to our children? And instead of pursuing the almighty dollar and jokes of degrees and careers, can we you, know, you have a career, it pays for the food, clothing, and shelter, and then you raise your kids. It It's not hard. <clears throat> Again, it's it's an ice cream sundae. First you had ice cream, yeah? Then you had chocolate sauce, yeah? Then you had sprinkles, yeah? Yeah, then you had a little whipped cream, yeah? And then there's a cherry on top. Oh see how simple that was? Same thing. Don't lie to your kids. Have them only if you really want to want them raise them. That's the hard part. That's probably what we could consider the ice cream, the foundational part of the Sunday. Keep an eye out for other people that are lying to them, namely teachers and professors. Make sure they don't major in dumb stuff and be honest with them about what the opposite sex wants. And your kids are not going to have the same miserable life that you did because we didn't lie to them. All right, I got 348 people. If you guys would kindly... Uh, subscribe to my channel. Um, we're at 91,006. We're that close to 100,000, guys. Please sign up. Please subscribe. You don't have to, you don't have to watch. Just please subscribe. Let's go to Super Chats. I was going to drive out to Wyoming and I'm like, I don't feel like driving out to Wyoming. So I'm just going to drive around the Black Hills, listen to podcasts. Um, <clears throat> And that's why another one I did this so one to knock out the request, but then I knew it. See, look, I got some super chats. Today's super chat, you know where today's super chat money's going to go? You know where it's going? It's not going to anything responsible like a septic tank or solar panels or insurance or property taxes. It's going to cigars, gas, and probably some food, Mm -hmm. some really crappy South Dakota restaurant food. So let's go through the super chats and have ourselves a treat. Uh Hatton Clogs, 4334 for five generous donors, We believe the lies and are too lazy and are too lazy. So the cycle continues. That makes us have to say we were wrong, change and do work. We're spoiled run. Right? Yeah, I mean, to admit you were lied to, you were lied to. i mean, there's no doubt about it. <clears throat> but when you say we're lied to, you have a choice. Well, you could go after the boomers for retribution, which what I would say is you eliminate social security. That would be the way to do it. But if that's not going to happen because it's politically not popular, guess who's responsible? You are. But it's not fair. You're right. It's not fair. You know, you got to You got to. If you're still here, guys, and you got to make the choices and you got to get yourself out of this situation. And I don't know if I talked about this before, but there's this book called How Not to Become a Millennial. How to salvage your life is in here. Big animation, seven Canadian bucks. Try to find one of these cougar hats for hiking. Where did you find yours? No, I made mine. I got a... So what you need is you need to get a bright fluorescent type of color hat. Doesn't matter what color as long as it's fluorescent. Because that throws off the mountain lions. And I ordered these eye patches. They're big eyes and they're scary looking. And I just sewed them to the back of my hat. I'll show you guys one of these days. I'll show you my mountain lion um, protection gear. Uh, but yeah, so that's the hat. And then I got a chest carry where I got a 40 caliber Glock sits right on my chest. And then I go out and I hike and I'll probably sling that over and go for a little bit of a hike. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, you can't, there, you have to make it. Uh, and I just put the, the eyes are the key things. So whatever hat you want, put the eyes on the back, stitch them up there. And that's, that's what I did. Sat there for an hour stitching. Just <laughs> finding thin women attractive is misogynist. No, it's not. No, it's facts that's that's no it's natural women don't like short guys that's not misandrist that's just is what it is i'm 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 sorry people who believe that are going to have a horrible they're not going to have a sex life they're not going to have a love life certainly not a good one certainly not an unconfused one it you know, if people want to believe it because they make them feel better, fine. But look at all the people who believed Oprah's lies. Look, look where those old boomer women are now. They're all miserable. They're all miserable. Ba, ba, da, da, da. Alex Bogie, ten generous dollars. My boomer father still thinks that I just did not market my finance degree well enough, <laughs> even though I showed him how. Me being part of a tax advisor earned only $10. Even DoorDash pays more. Yeah, a uh, finance, have them go. You could search my channel and I have several videos about why finance is a worthless degree. Show it to your dad. And if that's not enough to convince him, you got it's not that you walk away and you, you just abandon your boomer father. But you just like pat him on the head. Okay, dad, sky's red. Okay, dad, she's a guy, whatever, you know. <clears throat> yeah, never major in finance. King Hueco, two bucks. Oh, the Latinos in the Dragon Ball Z. Oh, oh. Boy, you guys sure like your long, dragged out, not really fighting, talking uh, Japanese anime, don't you? So many girls I know who are bold communists. Uh, yes, yeah, because they were told to be. I, I, they That's their diet plan. That's how they plan on losing weight. Stan, the milkman, five Australian dollars doing fly and fly out in the desert away from my two year old daughter is hard, but got promotion to senior engineering and hang downtown where the action is. Well, forget where the action is. Spend time with your daughter. Have, have a good time. And you know what, Stan? <clears throat> Having you here, we know that you're going to tell your daughter to major in the right thing. You're going to spend time with your daughter. You're not going to lie to your daughter. And I wonder if your daughter's going to come out better than the majority of millennials and Gen Zers did. What is the generation? Is it generation alpha that the millennials are raising now? Is that the generation? Generation alpha? I'm sorry, guys. We're going to, hey, I'm not running out of business. I'll never run out of business in a sick, w- twisted, wicked way. I need you millennial parents and whatever, Gen Z parents. I need you to keep lying to your kids so they get screwed up and they come looking for the truth and land a percentage of them land at my doorstep, all right? I need you guys to keep lying to your kids, destroying their lives, causing such pain and agony and confusion. That's the hard part is the confusion. I need you to keep lying to them about reality. So they inevitably Google search something. It hits and lands on my YouTube page or a blog. And they say, who's this Aaron Cleary guy? Oh, I'm the guy that charges $300 to tell you the truth. Your parents would never tell you. Oh, my God. I'm so desperate. I'll actually pay for it Here. Here's $200. What should I do? Hit the gym and go back to school for accounting. Oh my God, it's genius. No, I just didn't lie to you like your parents and teachers and guns counselors and media and Democrat politicians and the corporations. <laughs> not a great economist. I'm, not, I'm a great economist, but I'm not super smart. I just point out the emperor has no clothes. That's it. That's it. Aspuck, oh. bucket, sixty-two, five bucks. Went to an outdoor event yesterday. When you people watch, <clears throat> you can see how common women are—multiple tats, multiple piercings—while clutching their iPhone. Yeah, I go. Now, admittedly, I am—I am in not the worst place, but one of the lower places for female beauty and male beauty too. Man, it is depressing going to the Walmart. It is just depressing going to the Walmart and modern life. John is right. I mean, you, you, we're, we've been inured to this. We've been boiled as a frog in the pot that people have slowly gone uglier and more disgusting. And now you look at it. If you take that, you take the eye off, you get splashed with a little bit of cold water. You look, you're like, this, this is just an ugly society. It's just ugly people. Um, Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. If you're fat, your chances. There's always a chance. Your chances are incredibly low of having a good sex life and a good love life. Again, <clears throat> how important is love and sex to you? Is it important enough to give up your eating addiction? Essentially, if it's not, fine. Continue to eat and be happy and relax and be joyful in your in your uh, gluttony. All right, enjoy gluttony. It's a luxury you can enjoy it, but don't still at the same time pine and hope you're going to find a guy. Or a gal, for that matter. <clears throat> just, just all these people that aren't going to find love or sex. It's really sad. I mean, even if you're in shape and okay looking, it's still a challenge to get love and sex. I mean, not like the girls are just handing it out left and right. Although I guess on the seeking arrangements, they kind of are. Johnny Green, two bucks. Here's a little something for that dry throat. It's guys, if you're new, this cough is never going away. I've had it since I was three years old. It's not a, it's not a dry cough. It's not a cigarette cough, a smoker's cough. It's not cancer. it's not something wrong with my esophagus. It, it I had a massive allergic reaction. I'll never forget it. Speaking of boomers, dad made me go underneath my bed at three years old with a hand brush and, and mop up and clean underneath because he was real pissed off that that there were dust bunnies underneath my bed and some got in my system. Had a massive allergic reaction. My eyes swelled shut. I remember just going to the hospital, and ever since then, I've had this cough, and it it's actually kind of improved a little bit. Actually, it improved, and then also I became this internet podcasting guy, using my voice obviously makes it worse. But it there's no, unless there's it. Look, unless you are a top knot ears, nose, and throat specialist who knows exactly what this is, because I've gone to ENT guys before. And gals. Like, I don't know. And so it's been looked at. But if, if you're like, I know exactly what that is, all right, please email me. I don't want any non medical professionals emailing me their honey lozenges throat treatment, of which I have one, and it did kind of work actually. I do appreciate the care uh and concern. Uh, Generation Apollo Ten generous dollars. millennials buying the globalist agenda because they want the strong parental authority, and they never, they never had poor and desperate. I see similar parallels to Weimar Germany <clears throat> that allowed fascism to breed. I, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think the millennial, millennials. Well, they certainly were not taught independent thinking. I don't know why. I don't know. They they have. They know they were lied to, and they should be angry. And logically, I'd say, okay, well, who did all the lying? And I'm not making this up. If you look at it, it was the left that lied to you. Everything from teachers to professors to the media, they all told you this. this I don't even know how you fall for it. Hey, we all don't have to work, and we don't have to have responsibility, and things will happen. It'll just be good. Uh, what if it doesn't turn out good? Well, then it's the white males in the Republican Senate's fault. Run that by me again, will you? It's a quote. I, and I, I, what's going to happen is what's going to happen, but I can't, I've been called every possible name by the millennials because I told them the truth. Every type of Istinism. Ooh, how original kids. Gee, tell me, tell me I'm a bigoted istanism again because I advocate low taxes, but that just tells you, all right, so you're not going to make the changes required to salvage the remaining half of your life. All right. Enjoy, enjoy wasting all your life. Enjoy it. Uh, Moran jewel, 20, jet 20 Moran's a good guy. He's a good guy. Has nothing again to do with the $20 he just gave me. I'm just saying he's a great man, a good man, an upstanding man, a man. We should all aspire to be like part-time job is a second income versus part-time apprenticeship, much lower pay to learn skills like carpentry, plumbing, HVAC, actually like real skills, which is better. Thanks again for the advice. Um, unless you absolutely needed the money, uh, like you're trying to pay off some critical debt, I would do the apprenticeship because that's going to increase your uh, future wages down the road. Uh, So, yeah, I would I would take the apprenticeship. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Unless like your kids need food and your budget is that tight that you can't afford to sacrifice for the lower pay. But absolutely, I would go with the uh, apprenticeship. Um, That that's that's a no brainer because then life just gets exponentially easier as time goes on and i would almost argue like once you become just barely competent now you can start doing stuff on the side and for cash uh david 122 bucks buy some ice cream at dairy queen and not at sonic i i i dairy queen's not that good <clears throat> just not that good and they were overpriced for what you get um and i don't I'm, today is not a cheat day i i'm i'm going strict back to keto i got the time So I'm going to go back to that and um, like on cheat day, I'll get some ice cream. But if I'm going to cheat, I'm my, my go-to now is crumble cookie. I'll go to crumble cookie for my cheat day. Now I'll still go to Sonic for the double bacon cheeseburger with jalapenos and their tater tots. Hell yes to that. Hell Yes uh but yeah if i'm gonna get a an ice cream or a sugary treat it's crumble cookie there are some good confectionery places in rapid city though i'll grant you that there's mount mary cookies and there's another one over north on well it's south from the city but it's north from me on uh, mount rushmore road i forget the name of it but they haven't been open in a while tyrone w Five generous dollars. Clary, what do you think about drug testing for a job? I know you're anti-weed, but what are your thoughts from <clears throat> Freedom FU employer standpoint? No alcohol testing. They're they're a private company, so they have the right to hire whoever they want. Um, I, And I'll, Tyrone, I'm just going to assume you're black. I, I'll go to an extreme of where I think this should go. If they want to discriminate against people because of skin color, gender, white, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. But it's your company. If you want to be an idiot and like we're only hiring white people <clears throat> when there's a perfectly qualified Hispanic or black guy, you're the one that loses out. And I'm I'm aware that because of history and all that that maybe there should be some laws but in in Cappy's ideal world I'm, I'm what I'm going to is property rights. That's that guy's come or gal's company. They they could say, "Hey, you, we only hire um this might even be the case in Utah. We only hire uh what the hell is the religion? Mormons. You know, we're a Mormon company. All right. It, oh, we only hire black people. We're we're black Wall Street back in the day in, in uh, New York. No one looked that up. Um. <clears throat> so they have the right, like, we don't want you to do drugs. We don't want you to do pot. Me personally, like if I were to run it, um, it depends on what I'm doing. Like if I'm having you be a truck driver. Yeah, you're not on anything. Yeah, we're doing drug tests absolutely because the insurance costs, I can't have you high or drunk while driving a truck, but I'm trying to think where would I be? Okay. If you were a little tipsy, like if I ran a bar and you want to have a couple cocktails, I wouldn't mind as long as you kept it together. If you were high, you weren't like completely dopey and stank. Okay. You know, Um, <clears throat> but the one thing generally to look at these, these questions of employer, employer, anything like there's another party involved, What are their rights? Like, uh, perfect example, I'll I'll give you another politically unpopular uh, position that I have. Google. YouTube has every right to do whatever it wants. It's a private company. If they want to hate on libertarian, conservative, right-wing type of people, they have every right. They're their own company. Uh, But in more modern, in today's modern context, it's like, yeah, you got every right to get sued by Dennis Prager. You, you claimed it, you'd say one thing, but then you're not doing another thing. And so it's, uh, you know, that's where I get the, hip, the hypocrisy. It's like, look, you know, either you're a platform or you're a publisher, if anyone you're familiar with that argument. But but basic brass libertarian tax, it's a private company. They could do whatever they want. Uh, so kind of think about, let's say you ran a company, Tyrone, and, and you for whatever reason. Uh, or maybe not whatever very good reasons you're running a I'm trying to think some requires a response a, a programming a coding thing you can't have you guys showing up drunk or high all right you're like no i i need i need you guys so we're doing tests is that a violation of their privacy rights kind of but you also have your own private rights in terms of private property ownership of the company to do with it as you please and so, and, and let's say you want to help out the black community. Like, no, we're only hiring black people. I want to help out some people get out of the ghetto. Screw you guys. You well, know, okay. Well, that's racism and discrimination. Well, yes, it is. But this would have gone back into the days of you'd have, uh, not fraternal orders. They, they fell under fraternal orders, but there were associations and groups like the Italian American league. They're not going to help out the Irish. They're purposely there to help out, oh, you're Italian, you're coming from the the mother country, here, we'll help you out, we'll get you insurance, we'll look for jobs for you on the docks, that kind of thing. It's a different system of free choice, which inherent to it, with freedom comes the freedom to discriminate, justly or unjustly. Um, But yeah, when it comes to drug tests and uh, alcohol tests and whatever else, Especially if it depends, like if there's risks and safety involved with the company, yeah, they have. I would say they have the right and they should for the safety of society. So yeah, it's it's not it's not straight down the the plate as you'd like it to be. Sometimes Alex Bogey five bucks, millennials taking it out on their kids like B. B reminds me of the military. Sergeants would be would abuse privates as revenge for being abused by their sergeants. I don't think the millennials take the I, I I really think they're free range parents again. I don't think the millennials are taking anything out on their kids. That's the problem. They're not disciplining their kids. Ooh, the no spank thing. I know Stephen Molyneux disagrees. Um oh Foster, what's his first name? Why oh, can't I remember his first name? Um, they disagree with the spanking. I don't, they have their reasons and the research and all that. I'm just looking like, this is what happens when you don't spank your kids. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but they're, yeah, they're definitely not spanking their kids. Hand clogs. Tw- again, now hat. he's, he's one penny better than the other guy. Uh, 20 bucks for the cigar. Treat yourself well. I found a really good cigar for eight bucks, a really good cigar. And, um, so I can get almost three cigars, two and a half cigars with the 20 bucks. Bob, Bob for five bucks. Is bookkeeping a good side uh, gig? And do you need a certificate? No, uh, bookkeeping is a great side gig. Here, go to um, QuickBooks online, uh, QuickBooks certification. Look up QuickBooks certification. You don't even have to go to school anymore for accounting. Just go get your QuickBooks certification. That'll train you in doing the software, which will then uh, backdoor teach you how to do accounting. And then you'll have years experience accounting. And I think if you go through the training, <clears throat> they even line you up with work. Absolutely. Bookkeeping is there. And if you don't believe me here, if you guys are interested in an accounting career, it might take some time. Go tune into the Elkins accounting hour. It's on YouTube. Binge on the stuff he talks about, among other things, accounting like taxes in the IRS. He talks about getting careers in accounting. There is a shortage of accountants. They can't find enough accounts. Accountant is like, ooh, gross. You're an accountant. Ooh. My 250-pound ass is gonna go to Walmart with my, my my children, my crotch fruit, and I'm not gonna date you. You're an accountant, girl. So it's not a it's not a big girl pickup, right? But yeah, you could do it online. You could do it from you could do it from the mountains, you could do it from the from the beaches. You you know, yeah. Yeah, go go do it. Uh, if you want an, a certificate, I think the first certificate would be an associate's degree. Uh, but then there are other certificates outside the education industry, like an enrolled agent agent certificate, the QuickBooks certificate. So I would do QuickBooks certificate, get a couple of years experience on that. I also concurrently take a in accounting. Then I would also take um, the enrolled agent uh, certificate, <clears throat> learn how to do taxes. And man, you may not even have to go get a degree in accounting. You may be perfectly fine with that level of side gig work from the comforts of your own home. Uh, Yosef Talawi, 10 British pounds. As a teacher in Britain, it's about 10 years behind you. Schools are incentivized to pass tests, not learn skills. Plus the government views student debt as another form of taxation. the government views student debt. Oh, so they, so they. I presume the United Kingdom government charges interest on it, so they get tax revenue from it. I the the well, what's one trillion six? That's sixty hundred trillion dollars, a hundred billion dollars in tax revenue, interest tax revenue. Students pay on the student loans. Government's your friends, guys. Government's your friend. We just need more socialism. We need to print off more money. Um, yeah. I, Stick there, uh, stick with it there, Yosef. Uh, but man, the second it starts becoming clown world and mentally ill, and you gotta teach little boys that might be little girls. And I mean little boys, like you know, they're under 10. Get get yourself a plan B. Maybe become an accountant. R, five bucks. Seems like liberals' dems will give up meat, driving, and personal health health if it is sold to them as virtue. Yeah. What Another thing, and you guys can all see this, a lot of it is that they never invested in anything real to give them value in life, like a family, a real career, physique, love, um, adventure, true creation and innovation, whether that's of the scientific variety where you're, you're creating things to help improve society, or genuine, talented art making things that are beautiful, they got nothing. All they have is their politics. And so all they're doing is to just double down. I mean, imagine it's it's exactly parallel um <clears throat> to the not not legit Christians who like, well, we're Christian, we believe in Jesus and the afterlife, and he died for our sins, and, and we'd like you to join. But where that's all they got, the Bible thumpers. And I saw that when I, you know, when I was that was a pastor and I was in the church, not by choice. Dude, the people who banged the loudest were the least Christian. They weren't Christian at all. They didn't give a damn about Jesus or God or the salvation. All they wanted to do was Lord, unless that's all they had, because they had nothing else going on. Usually, it was the old lady who was like a widow or something, and they didn't do. They didn't have a job. They didn't have anything else going on in their lives. Your born again Christians are very much like that. They don't. They don't believe in a drop of the Bible. It's just that they they did some horrific. Usually screwed up some kids they had that they shouldn't. And now they want forgiveness. <clears throat> um, so it's kind of the same thing there. What What does your average 41-year-old divorced millennial with child support, student loan debts, a joke of a profession, a joke of a degree have in their lives except for the politics? Like to admit that they're wrong and that they got to go back and that time is tickety-tock, tickety that They got to do overtime to make their life count. That is a huge future um, lifelong obligation responsibility. It's like taking on a 15 to 20 hour a week job for the rest of your life to make your life now count. I gotta get in shape. I gotta do something valuable. I gotta <clears throat> um I don't know build a house. I'm trying to think of things that are tangible. Uh or well, you just didn't pray hard enough. You didn't just inflagulate didn't yourself enough. Now, if you go eat the bugs, if you vote for super socialism, by gosh, then you're a really, really, really good person with 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 cherries on top. And then be like, oh, yeah. But in the end, in the end, when you're 65, 70 and you're living on your government pension and you have nothing to show for it. I mean, you're alive, you get your free food, clothing, and shelter, but no one wants to hang on with you because no one hangs out with people who don't produce something of value. And and your, your your life, your your luxuries include watching TV or getting pissed off on watching CNN, or you could say the same thing with Fox News. And, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I want to have sex until I'm dead, so I'm going to stay in shape, you know, and you're not because you're fat and old. You can't go for a hike. That's that's where it ends up. And then there's no denying it. And they will be miserable. And then they'll hate Trump. They'll really hate Trump or whoever the new guy will be. Man, you thought you thought they couldn't hate anyone more than George Bush Jr. And then Trump came along. Like It's just it doesn't matter who the Republicans field as a president. The entire system will go into it, will engage to paint that guy as even the worser Trump, the more hateable Trump. Um, David, two bucks. They say chakra crystals can be used to cure costs. Yep, yep, I'm sure, I'm sure, it, yep, they say that. They could say a lot of things. <clears throat> Eric Burns, Marsh, five bucks. And today's not cheap day, have some Halo Top. What's Halo Top on me? I got some burgers. I'm going to go microwave the burgers and go for a drive. I've been using Breve's um, because they got cream in them. To kill the hunger. So I don't eat until about 1 or 2. Uh, it's actually a good diet. You guys want a diet. <clears throat> Here's what you do. Okay. Uh, it takes a while to train your stomach to get low. But uh, to get smaller. But you wake up. You just don't eat. Get on with your day. Which most of you I think do. Because we got stuff going on. Who, who has time for breakfast? Breakfast was communist propaganda. And then about. If you can make it till noon. Preferably 1. Um, then you allow yourself to have a, a meal. But in the meantime, to, to get rid of the hunger pangs, have yourself a brave, ready to go, and just kind of sip on that for a while, and that will put your, your, at least the worst of the hunger pangs at bay. And then you'll have a, a meal at lunch. Uh, don't have too big of a meal because then you get tired. And then in the evening, you have yourself another meal. Uh, but I'll tell you, all of a sudden you do that for about a week and then, or certainly two weeks. And then you're not hungry. You have that bravery. You're not hungry until five. And then I've had it where I had to remind myself to eat. Like, did I eat today? Oh crap. I better get on and do my thing. So that there's the Clary diet for you. Ladies, I'd recommend you do it, but you don't have to because big is beautiful. And don't worry, Prince, Prince Charming He's right around the corner. <clears throat> He's right around here. Him and Ryan Gosling are right around that corner. Someday your prince will come. And if he doesn't, it's the evil white men, Republicans in the Senate, who, who prevented him from coming. Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Ed Igma, five bucks. Would you consider a hike with Cappy event? I'm sure many here would go, no matter where it is. Count me in. I might. Um, I, I, uh, I need a rest and, um, maybe next year, maybe next. Year. It might be in Vegas. Maybe I do it in Vegas. Cause everyone could kind of fly in. <clears throat> I'll bring a gun. So if anyone thinks they're going to sneak in and take a shot at me, pop, pop. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but when I meet people, there usually is a gun. They're usually it's under the table. Han Solo style. So in case like you're in Cleary. Yeah, I am. Who are you? Uh, Although it's never had, you could look, it's like, yeah, it doesn't look like some soy boy antifa with a tattoo on his nose. So maybe. Are we caught up? I think I'm caught up. Maybe I can go hop and drive around, enjoy a cigar. Now the cigar lounge is open. Hat and Clocks, two bucks. Halo is ice cream cappy. Be fat, healthy. Like, is Halo... Wait, is it named after the video game? They named it Halo? Or after the angel Halo? I prefer Talenti. If I'm going to be fancy hoity-toity with the oopty-loopty and fancy-schmancy, I'm doing Talenti. And usually that's at most grocers. And that's the best ice cream, uh, grocery store ice cream you can get. And usually it's better than what you're going to get. certainly better than what you're going to get at uh, Dairy Queen. Um, that being said, there is a really good ice cream place Two Kyle's ice cream down in Hot Springs, South Dakota. At them, look it up. You got to be way the, I'm surprised there's even anything out there. You got to be way, everyone looked it up. Hot Springs, South Dakota. It is way out there, man. There is nothing there. Although Hot Springs is there. Halo, Halo Top is a keto friendly ice cream. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll try that. Okay. I'll try that. Halo. I don't, maybe it is at the grocery store. I'll have to check it. All right, there you go. All right. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. Subscribe, please, to the channel. If if you don't want to have a miserable life like the millennials, if millennials, oh, look, hey, millennials, if you actually want to be open minded and read a book that might be constructively critical of how you've been lied to and how you've lived your life, get how not to become a millennial. It will save your life. But that requires you to admit that you were lied to and consequently, by not necessarily any fault of your own, you're wrong. And if any of you younger people want to, like, this doesn't make sense. I'm hoping the internet is getting out there and explains, like, makes people question things your parents and elders are telling you. But if you want to look at the main lies that they're trying to tell you, get how not to become a millennial. And I explain why it's lies. It's not very complicated. <clears throat> and for God's sake, and if, and if even that's too much for you, here you go. Here's the same, what, four rules again. Don't have more kids than you can afford. Don't major in stupid crap. Don't major. uh, Don't commit no crime and spend less than you make. If you just follow that, guys, you just follow that. It's all going to be good. All right. I'll see you guys later, Toodles. You're such an asshole i wish i could call upon the powers of saint kevin samuels to grant me his ability to remain calm and polite and professional but i just can't because the client is such an idiot you you guy i i it is this is the one, this is the consultation request that made me realize you guys are 100% responsible for the situation that we as a community, culture, country, society, civilization find ourselves in <clears throat> because you guys just have no standards, none whatsoever. I don't know how it got to this. I, I mean, maybe women had formed a cartel under the... um unconscious umbrella of feminism. And they just withheld the sex and said, communally, we're going to take a dive in terms of quality and femininity and kindness. And maybe, maybe I have a low sex drive compared to the rest of you. Maybe I have a control where I draw a line. I'm like, no, this isn't, this isn't tolerable. I don't care if you're offering sex or not. Maybe I just have really low sex drive and the rest of you guys have such powerful sex drives. You'll have sex with a buffalo. You honest to God will. So let's go through this, this abortion of a request. I've answered this one before, I think four or five videos before about how if there's no sex that you should leave. But we'll, we'll answer the same question again. And I did charge you a little bit more to make it sting. I would like an asshole's honest opinion on this as this is something I'll feel comfortable discussing with friends or family need a real perspective. I'll stick to only facts. Feeling the desire to leave my long-term girlfriend of several years. I am in my upper 30s. She is in her lower 40s. The sex life is dead. I don't see it recovering. Good night, everybody. Hey, um, we're not having sex and that's it. There, that's it. All the rest of your crap is now you pouring salt on on an open wound. This is this is this is uh, I don't know what the analogy is. You're not having sex. The relationship is over. I don't care. How uh, stingy the OPEC cartel of women have become in the West where now you're just like, but but I got attention. I have a girlfriend, but we have a really I don't care. It just me. just me. But if there's no sex, there's no relationship. Think how successful women have been convincing you spineless, pussy, beta male, soy boy men where you will actually accept a sexless romantic relationship. Because I'm I'm a man. You know, I never the Overton's window never bothered me. I look at the Overton's window. I'm like, you were over there before. And that's how I'm going to argue. But man, these girls got you guys running. They got they got you so hard up for them and their hoo-ha that you will actually tolerate being in a sexless relationship. And maybe you even believe the BS that if you like sex or demand sex, that you're the one with the problem. <clears throat> you guys are tolerating fat, boorish, tatted up, pierced, ugly, Uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? It's not masculine. It's just, it's just loud, obnoxious, unbecoming women in your lives. And now you're tolerating sexless, Well, I'm, 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 and use Aaron. <clears throat> maybe that's what women want. You know what? There is an argument for that. It's increasingly becoming impaired. If you let women do whatever they want, we kind of see what they want. They don't want you. They don't want sex. They don't want kids. They don't want marriage. They don't want relationships. That doesn't mean you have to agree with them. I mean, what you you should, If they say they don't want these things, either through actions and words, we should honor that, respect it. All right. That doesn't mean then you sacrifice your life Getting in a relationship that is not what you want either. The solution is nobody has relationships. Nobody. And then I'm sure you girls are, you only want to have sex with, you know, the top five, roughly percent of men. There you're fine with that. But guys, look, I'm not asking you to become the World War II generation. I'm not asking you. To become actual men. I'm just saying, can you have a little bit of self respect and just say, no sex, no relationship? None. I. You're the second guy. And then I got people like, oh, I was in a sexless marriage. Why? Well, if I divorce or the kid. No, no, no. Mm-mm, no, let. No, I don't care if there's a kid. I don't care if there's marriage. I don't care if there's alimony. I don't care. No sex? I'm out of here. And you guys have let women get away with that to the point it's, it's more common that I'd, I'd say, what, a third of relationships maybe? I wonder what percentage of marriages are sexless. And guys... It's not that you let them get a, well, let let them do that. If that's what they want, if if women ladies, by the way, if you don't like sex, just just tell us, okay? Just be honest. Like, look, I'm going to get Pragers. I have the kid and I'm not going to I don't I find it gross. Fine, let us know. But guys, for God's sake, stop dating, committing or marrying these people. Did I tell you? I told you, sir. Right? I told you the story. I've told the story sometime. Time to tell the story again. Story time with Uncle Cappy. It's a repeat. Maybe you haven't heard it. <clears throat> Work at security, sitting there at the EEC site building. Years. That was my spot. That was my station. <clears throat> and there's this cute little East Indian girl who kept walking by. I won't mention. A very pretty girl. She had a cat a crush on Ryan or Brian. I don't remember what. I think it was Brian. She kept asking me how she should get Brian. This went on for like six months, maybe a year. My memory's a little fuzzy, and it's okay. I welcome the occasional break, but I was pretty serious about my studies, and I used that shift to kind of catch up on my studies. And then I, I don't know. It's just I just had enough. Maybe it was final time. I'm like, dude. Her name wasn't dude. I said, dude, for the last time. To- I like. I don't have time to answer this. Go ask the guy out. You've been hemming and hawing about this for six months or a year, whatever it was for God's sake, you'd you'd be done and over with this. Even if he said no. And then she says, well, you're Brian. And I'm like, what? Well, you're Brian. She had the crush on me. She's like, so would you want to go out? And and, you know, you have to understand that's very courageous of a woman. That's equality. One of the rare instances of equality. And how did I reward that uh, equality by crushing her heart in front of her face? I, I remember this is what happens when you girls put men in the lower levels of Maslow's hierarchy of needs because we just need so many taxes and we all need master's degrees in order to get a job i just called her i said oh no that's not going to happen you get to see her. like why not i said well because you won't have sex because i knew she wouldn't have sex but, but i'll do a lot of other things and you know what i said i said no no Sing it with me, boys. I think you know the tune no, no no, 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 no no, no, no no, 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 no no, 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 no no, no, and there was a crying, and she ran upstairs. You know what, I was so hungry I didn't give a damn cause I needed to eat. I need to get by being in the lower levels of Maslow's will just really make you ignore everything else because you got more important things in your mind. So you may have had the sex before. okay, right. But it's not there now. And and she as we're going to get to it, it may not be that she cut it off. You just don't find her attractive anymore. No. If you're not. If you're not having sex, it's over. If you're not having sex, it's over. If you're not having sex, then it isn't really a hex. You just gotta dump the freaking bitch. While that is a deal breaker, I know she does check most other boxes. Oh, well, okay. Except for the thing that's most important to men. How do you guys let this happen? And you boomer guys, oh my god, the number of old men where their wives aren't having sex with a man anymore, why are you there? Why? Great cook, we get along really well as friends, my family and friends really like her, she is not a psycho-liberal, she's a great mom. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> mom? Lots of good stuff. She gained a little weight within last year, but still looks hot. I lost my sexual feelings for her as though she fell into the friend zone. I used to fall into when I was younger and kinder. Honestly, I've always been a loner. I must. I just want to live the bachelor life at this stage. All about the menu. <clears throat> you know what? It happens. You just lose sexual interest. If And it doesn't sound like she did anything specifically wrong. You just don't like her anymore. Oh well, your boyfriend, girlfriend, good thing you didn't inside a marriage thing. So be honest with her, because she here on, on the rare instance. I know this 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 is a long shot. Okay, Clary, what what statistical impossibility are you going to to portend? Your, what, what are you gonna suggest? Here's something crazy. She might want to have sex. You know, I mean it's possible. There's girls out there in theory that you know, according to theoretical models put out by nasa uh it's possible she wants sex and, and i'm being tongue in cheek uh girls do want a sex life just not with most of you guys um so she's probably upset about it and you should let her go find another guy that that wants to have sex with her Uh, She has two teenage daughters that, while I care about them, I am not their dad. They have an actual good dad that my girlfriend divorced years before we got together. Oh, here's where we zip down our pants and piss over the cancer patient. (laughs) She's making it more complicated. Here's where it's tricky. It's not tricky now. I have a mortgage on the house we live in. I actually bought it from her ex-husband. Oh, so you own it. So is so complicated to me. Uh, he's getting remarried and no longer one in the house. My girlfriend wanted to try to keep it. At the time, I thought we were getting married eventually, but now I know we aren't. Uh, yeah, if, out of respect for this girl, you got to leave. Okay? You got to leave and let her have her own life. And maybe, you know, in her dwindling remnants of beauty as she's in her lower 40s, maybe go get some 57-year-old tail. <clears throat> We both have decent, stable careers. You make a certain amount. She might be able to afford to take the mortgage off my hands, but likely at a way higher interest rate. Thanks, Fed. The Fed does not set uh, 30-year mortgage rates. I'd rather she keep the house, but I cannot afford to pay, to leave and pay a mortgage and rent on a short-term apartment. Wow, what a... (laughs) How about, how about, buy, buy my house? Unless you're in a common law state, so now you need to get a lawyer if you are in a common law state, which I don't know. But from a a moral, logical perspective, did you buy the house? Is your name on the deed? It's your house. You're not in a common law state saying we're breaking up. See you. Bye. Go get your own rent place. Talk to a lawyer first because you know how women are about these things. Uh, and you're actually contemplating moving out of the house you bought and pay for so that, and getting a rental so that her and the other man's children can live there on your dime. And <laughs> you guys hold any girls up to stand? <laughs> are, are you trolling me, man? Are you trolling me? I don't care. I got the money. Um, I'm just slugging along, piling up money, looking for a smooth way out. But I don't know if there is. There isn't one. No, there isn't one. The the smoothest way out is first you get a lawyer because I don't know this girl. OK, I don't know if you're common law or not. But first, you got to make sure that you don't owe her any kind of like alimony or it's viewed as a as um, uh, a common law marriage. Okay, so get that covered first and then the lawyer will tell you what to do. But it's going to involve you saying, I no longer find you physically attractive. Our relationship is over. I mean, you're going to put it more politely than this. Um, And I want you to go out and find a guy that actually, you know, will have a sex life with you, but I don't find you physically attractive anymore. You didn't really do anything wrong. I'm just not. I just don't find you physically attractive anymore. I don't want to have sex anymore. There will be crying because women don't know how to use words. They only know how to cry, okay? They won't rashly, oh, it's not me? Okay, well, I really appreciate you telling me that so I can move on with my life. Actually, that took a lot of courage and bravery on your part thinking it's going to be... Then, depending on the type of woman she is, there might be retribution, anger and rage where there is the false accusations, where there is the, oh, I'm going to get you for all your money and da, 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 and now you're looking at a court, which is why you go to the lawyer first. But logically, it's your house in a polite way. See you. Bye. I don't want you living here anymore. If if you wanted to, I could even see you kind of like helping her out a little bit to find an apartment temporarily, like you cover a couple months' rent. I'm, I'm not a total dick. <clears throat> uh and then she is with her family. You have her ex-husband's house, your house. She has her own life, and maybe she finds another guy. And then you are free. How would you handle the situation? I just I don't see sex sexual spark rekindling, but I also don't want to treat my girlfriend badly or put you're treating her badly by having a sexless relationship or put her daughters in a bad financial spot as they've done nothing to deserve. You're right. The kids did not but you know who did not you, the mom and the dad did. That's their problem. Will you American male pussies stop raising and be responsible for the people's mistakes? We we don't deserve, we honest to God, don't deserve to continue to exist as a society. We just don't. There's too many of you pussies out there. There's just too damn many of you. And you just like, let everyone get away with this crap. You let it permeate into the laws and the cultural expectations. So even if if it isn't illegal, you lose your job. I owe a certain amount on the house. The house is worth that no other debt. She has a small amount of debt. That's good. She makes good money. She could support herself. And most of that is low interest student loan. (laughs) 40 years old or 40 something. And she got student loans. (laughs) Maybe you could bail her out of that too, Mr. White Knight a recent subscriber to your YouTube channel would prefer a video response. Please change my name as prefer to remain anonymous. Thanks for all your work. Hopefully I gave you what you needed info-wise without being too... In- no, you're just frustrating. It sounds legit. You're just, It's just, I'm tired. I'm so tired of everyone talking about what should be. And like, look, yeah, things are the way they should be and I am fully aware all of society is not going to end up that way. All right? But, I demand of friends, colleagues, and people within this community or sphere, or I, I should say demand, but I would expect people to do as they say, to follow these very poignant rules and laws. And then you, 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 what you needed me to tell you this, you didn't pick this up in any of the videos or any books, or just through simple, pure logic. Talk to a lawyer. Make sure you have no legal responsibilities in terms of how long she's lived there and whether or not it's considered common law marriage. Follow your lawyer's advice. But inevitably, the day will come you will have to break up with her and you're just going to have to be a real man And Beyonce I don't find you physically attractive anymore You're a great woman It just the spark isn't there I don't know what it is But um, yeah I want you you are going to have you move uh, I want to get on with a bachelor life I want you to go and find some guy that's going to love And take care of you and the the uh, two mistakes you had Because that's what they are Let's just be honest You and your your ex-husband The two mistakes you did there Because I don't know you guys are morons Don't say that and, and uh, you know, I, you're a good person. Da, da, da. I'll help you out a little bit. Help you find a place. But, yeah, I, I don't think it's working. and It's not fair to you. And it's not fair to her. She might be one of the few women that actually wants to have sex. Might actually happen. You never know. They're out there somewhere, in theory. <clears throat> and And that's it. There you go. And there you're free. Don't expect, by the way, don't expect. A bunch of hot chicks don't expect it to be cool. Happy days again, all right. It's uh, pickings are slim out there, but you, you, you might in an ironic sense, you might actually love this girl because you care about her. Obviously, you wouldn't want to do the, the wrong thing, you're just not physically attracted to the girl. And she didn't do anything, it sounds like she gained a little bit of weight, all right, but still hot. Okay, it sounds like she did everything right, but this is just unfortunately what happens. <clears throat> I feel real bad for her in one regard. Like, she sounds like she did everything she could. Usually guys don't, you know, as long as the girl stays hot, you put on a little outfit girls and you change it up a little bit. What do you want me to wear this? Never mind. You don't have to wear it anymore. I'm unattracted to you now. I would. I would. I would. I could write a book helping you girls out but not a damn one of you is going to listen, let alone do what would be in that book. So I just, it is it is truly a fascinating phenomenon. Just watching like, I would like to help you. I'm getting attacked by an alligator. What should I do? I'd love to tell you to take your 45 and shoot it, but I'm not gonna, because you won't listen. Hmm. Uh, Cable Summers, 10 bucks. Aaron, today I was interviewed by the American Association of Community Colleges. Oh, okay. Probably their National Nonprofit Organization or Community or what is it? industry organization. When I was asked why I decided the STEM field, I said, thanks to the book Book Worthless from Aaron Clary. Viva Cappy. There you go. And you did not get the job when you invoked my name. (laughs) Good for you. Good for you. Um, Alex Petino, a truck driver Latino agent in the field. Relationships are not platonic. No, no, no. There we go. Hey, somebody should, I, uh, I still gotta do this. I should, I, uh, I gotta get a, a sound clip of popcorn. Gunneria, No, gunneria, No, I'm going to put that for my ringtone, but you guys can have the no, 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 no theme song. Uh, Mexican American poops. Uh, Bill Smith, 10 bucks. I met a girl in the Philippines two years ago. I'm 54. She's 38. Great province girl. Had one man that left her eight years ago. I've seen her four times. No, no red flags got eight years to retire. Should I bring her on? No. No, Bill. No. Go to the Philippines. It's warm. They got lots of poisonous snakes and mosquitoes. Go there. Don't bring her here. Okay. Go there. Be polite. Learn Spanish. Learn the cultures. Don't be an American douchebag, right? Be nice to the family. Stay there. You can come back and visit. She can visit. No stay. No stay. No American citizenship. No green card. No verde cardo. I don't know what card is in Spanish. No Vaseline, two bucks. Bill Smith is obviously trolling. Is he? I don't know. I don't know nowadays. I, I honest to God, don't know. With all the sex, I've known people actually in real life who had sexless relationships, and I, I just couldn't. I, one, it wasn't my place to say anything, and two, what the hell would I say? Hey, don't I tell you to shoot the alligator with the forty-five? But you won't listen to me, so never mind. Did you know, man, two Canadian bucks. Relax, Cappy, your head will explode. Bless you. I just don't get it, man. Here's here's the another reason why I get frustrated. I, I had to do some, not meditations, but self-inflection. Cappy's not been happy. And a lot of that's all work, but this, especially after the house got done, I'm like, why the hell? I should be ecstatic. There's no one here. I don't mean that in South Dakota, but there's no one that could keep up. I knew that. I knew about the lack of a triple threat. But I came to the conclusion that my one of my life dreams was that I'd finally be free and then I'd have some buddies and I'd finally be able to hang out with my buddies and we'd all be able to hang out and go do stuff and hike and uh, drive around, fly around, or maybe people would come here. And I realized, no, people are too old. They're too weak. They're too soft. Some l- lost their freaking minds during the COVID deal. And most people weren't all that much of your friends to begin with. And so I'm already pissed off. And then when I see guys like this, like, well, I'm not attracted to my woman anymore, but should I stay in anyway with her, with her crotch fruit from another man? It reminds me that not only am I not going to get, it's never coming. There will never be a high enough adequate percentage of the population of quality of men in my lifetime. It's just not going to happen. And so I've had to kind of wrestle with that. Like, okay, the majority, nearly all my relationships of quality are going to be online. And I already knew I have to be in the American Army and fly and bring the war to other people. I have to bring my friendship to other people. But somewhere in the back of my mind, I I thought I thought that maybe people would be here. I don't mean like people come visit. Certainly people have come and visited, but man, it is pulling teeth and and people are really busy and the really weak and the really fat and the really not poor, but they piss them. They don't have the money and they don't have the inclination. <clears throat> and so when I look at this, it's like, oh, yeah, like I could go join whatever the Masons, the Masons filled with idiots. I could join the Eagles. Eagles are filled with idiots. I found one group of people in Rapid City. I very much appreciate them. They're really cool people. And that's all I got. That's really it. That's kind of like my the, the, the closest I'm going to get to a team. But when I hear this, it's just like, look, man, you're, you're almost four decades old. I got to explain this to you. Is this what everybody is like? Is this what? It is? And it is. When I go out shopping, it's like, did you put bacon on the burger? Oh, I forgot. Well, you didn't forget to charge me for it. Yeah, I mean, just a, whatever. <clears throat> whatever. Bob, five bucks. When a woman like likes you, she will get really easy to get intimate with her. Well, of course, yes. Most of the case, she will initiate all the encounter. Right, right. That That is true. If you have to work at it, if you're pulling teeth, it's not. It. it she doesn't like you. I mean, she might act like she likes you. She might think that <clears throat> she might, might, um, uh, I don't know, uh, flirt or have, but you know, the, the, what was it? Uh, said they'll climb under barbed wire and through mud or something like that. It'll be obvious. Uh, Robert Flores, 10 bucks. This is so funny. Kukistan. I, I thought was in Canada. Uh, isn't Canadian Stan. Um, No, this is, and and this guy is not a cuck. He's not. He just needs to leave for both their sakes. This, this, well, there are some, like, do you guys work for only fringe benefits? Well, I get great fringe benefits and Friday lunches. Well, what's your salary? All zero dollars. That's exactly what this is. Any relationship with a woman without sex is like working for a job for fringe benefits, but no pay that's all you boys want. No, we want that and a lot more. And girls are all any girl listening to this, I'm kidding, not my regular listening audience, but the girls who happen upon are getting wet at the prospect. <gasps> a relationship without sex? Oh, so hot. <laughs> oh, Scrolling there's Robs uh, Leonardo Ramirez Any advice for 20 year old with 12,000 in bank with no college degree should I go back I'm interested in majoring in accounting love you guy Not the not the worst idea Leonardo not the not the worst idea and I would go online for an accredited but cheap as cheap and as accredited as you could find Uh, would not be the worst thing. As always, I recommend the military for young people. Uh, That way the military will pay for it. You got some food, clothing, shelter. It looks great on a resume. Um, You got the GI Bill. Uh, But you are light years ahead working. You obviously work. You saved up some money. And now you kind of figured out what the real world is like. And now you're starting to make a reasoned and intelligent decision about what you train in and accounting is is a perfectly good degree. If you got further questions, I guess you could read the book worthless, but I think you got the idea. Don't major in dumb crap. Major something that has a job at the end of it. Look it up on the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Make sure there's a job at the end of it. Um, <clears throat> but if you wanted a little bit more structure, you could go ahead and read worthless. Uh, but I would also consider looking at the military, even the part-time military, like the the national guard or the reserves. Um, That's not the worst thing. Um, And tune into the Elk. If you want to know what accounting is like, go binge on the Elkins Accounting Hour. It's on YouTube. I'm on there half the time. Um, Chad's a CPA. He answers a lot of questions that people have a question about becoming accountants. They need accountants, obviously because it's not that exciting. And dude, let me tell you about the girls, man. Woo. Do you know how many girls you're going to get being an accountant? Absolutely zero. So you better have something else up your sleeve than just being an accountant. <laughs> Michael Augustine, great feed, videos. Keep it up, you gunky. You stink. Junior Barnes. Oh, Junior Barnes. Sam Whiskey, two bucks. Audie Murphy will not tolerate this. No, he'd shoot you all and all of his bullets would find the mark. <clears throat> oh, there was a $50 one notified out oh, there. go oh, shaft-driven metal. Thank you very much for the $50. Cappy, off topic, I wasted my post-high school years in the military. Whoa, 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 wasted? I don't think you did. My POS for staying with family to finish college. No. Why? Okay, hang on. No, you. okay, let's go back to the other guy, uh, Leonardo. He doesn't have a college degree. He's 22. He has $12,000 cash in the bank, right? He is further ahead than 85% of college graduates right now because he has no debt. And 85% of the college graduates have worthless jokes of degree. The other 15% have real degrees. They're going to get them somewhere. So you join the military. So now let's look at what happened. You got a good resume booster. You got um, the GI Bill. You got um, lifelong health care, albeit it's the VA. Maybe ain't the best, but it's something, right? <clears throat> I think you even get a living stipend uh depending on where you go to use the 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 GI Bill, you are way ahead of your 22, 23 year old peers. Absolutely. My piece of crap for staying with family to finish college. No, absolutely not. I've been finishing up a two year and search for welding, but I still have three years to finish up the engineering degree I want. Dude, you're not you're great. Compared to the average Zoomer, you're you're spectacular. You're not a parasite. You're not taking my money. You're going to have a job at the end of this. You're going to, you're going to pay into my social security fund. You're a great man, shaft driven metal, a great man. But no, I mean, jokes aside, no, you're, you're light years ahead, light years ahead of everyone else in your, in your peer group, except for other veterans who are probably doing the same thing. <clears throat> so no, man, you did it and you didn't have to donate 50 bucks, but I, I'll take the money anyway on account that I am greedy. Uh shaft driven metal five bucks. I wasted my time because I didn't finish my contract. No GI Bill. Oh, you did finish your contract. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of scummy. But you're paying for it now, right? You don't have the GI Bill or lifelong health care. I I mean, you still you're still not a criminal. You didn't take taxpayer money. You're majoring in the right thing. You're not doing the college experience racking up student loan debt to live in the dorms or cool flat near campus. Yeah, you're still fine. Here, how much debt do you have compared to your, your peer groups or your college graduating peers? You have none? You're ahead of all of them, nearly all of them. Michael Augustine, do bro, flip houses, bro. Yeah, I know, I will. Um. That's how you get the girls up. All right, that's it. There you guys go. All right, I'm going on with Jack Napier in 30 minutes. Uh, Look him up Red Evening. That's the way. If you look up Jack Napier, you get all these YouTubes about the Joker. But if you go and um, look up Red Evening, you'll find it. So I'll be on there in a little bit. I'll see you guys later. Toodles. You're such an asshole. I'm um uh, I I've, I've always been tempted to offer a marriage counseling service. Of course, it's a joke. What is it? Marriage counselor Cappy. Okay, I'm not a marriage counselor. Uh, but the marriage counselors don't work either. Like, you want to talk about an, a 0% efficacy rate. There you go, marriage counselors. My marriage counselor would be like, give me a picture of you at your wedding day. Give me a picture of you guys now. I'm like, Oh, look, you both gained 250 pounds. Both of you go back to the weight when you got married. Talk to me then. That'll be $1,200. I think that would solve it because sex is like foundational. Like if there's no sex, we're done. We'll we'll get to that part. But I am fascinated with you men. It's men. Where you're not getting sex and you're okay with that. Like, I mean if you're single and not getting sex, that's normal. All right, especially today. But if you're married, your wife let her go, let herself go, or you know, just she didn't give it up. It's over, it's done. Leave. Get grab your pair of balls and leave. Oh, what should I do? All right, so here we go. <clears throat> I'm not going through his background. I don't want to go through his background because I don't want to have him identified, but he has a good pension and uh, he currently works. So he's making an all right amount of money. And the money thing we'll address later, but let's just go through the math. However, I have a very unhappy, I am very unhappy in my marriage. My wife worked while we were dating a crappy retail job. But as soon as we were married, she never worked again. I make good money now, but when we got married, I did not make that much. I needed her to work. As my career and salary grew, money was not much of an issue, but I still asked her to either work. I love how everyone got, you charge your girlfriend rent. Damn right, I do. Look, <clears throat> guys, I'm sorry, ladies. You could prove me wrong. Water always seeks its own level. Humans, particularly women, always seek the least amount of caloric effort. And unless you're on them or they're very independent minded in a way and they're like, I want these things, I will stay in shape. Women will generally, not always, generally, it rates more than men, but men will do it too. Water seeks the lowest level. People seek the lowest level of caloric expenditure. And shock. Uh but I still ask her to either work, go to school, or at least volunteer. You don't ask; you say, "Do." But see, first thing is you put a ring on it. You guys, you never get married, never. This is the exact reason because you have no teeth. There's no teeth now. All you, now you're in negotiation. <clears throat> now you're in negotiation mode because she could pull the pin and just divorce you and take your money. So now there's a cost. You could get into a relationship. You could say we're committed. But you do not get married, whether actual sign willingly or it's a common law state. And you just, all right, there's your place over there. And here's what we can. We have sex. We wave to each other. We're neighbors. Hello, neighbor. Nope. That's your place. This is my place. You don't want to have sex no more. Fine. We're done. Bye. And no, you don't get no games or prizes. Kind of look for, or at least volunteer. She kind of looked for jobs that she was never serious about finding one. No. She just watched TV all damn day. Two and a half years into my marriage, I got her pregnant. I was just about to seek a divorce, but now a kid is on the way. I was not going to have my kid grow up with a single parent household, so I stuck it out. All right. Fast forward. Kid has left high school. And wife is still uses this kid as an excuse not to work my whole career. I busted my ass off working 10 to 12 hours a day. Wanted several uh, places uh, for more work. And still found a way to get a college degree in the process. My dilemma is that besides not working and proving herself in any way in 20 years, my wife has been ideal. She does not excessively spend money or be out in the streets. She is a homebody. My resentment, my resentment now is at an extremely unhealthy level because I was forced back into working as soon as I retired to keep my family and lifestyle we were accustomed to. Um, But I don't want to give identification away. I told her a year out uh, that I needed her to work a part-time job so I could just decompress. I just want to take a six-month break and a few extra bucks. Part-time job for a wife would have made all the difference, but I never got that. Because she doesn't love you. She doesn't love you. Cappy's a quarter Jew. She doesn't love you anyway. God damn, guys. God damn. Uh, but it is more than just now working because she did not grow with me at all. She did not even attempt a little bit to self-approve over the years. right. Found the lowest caloric expenditure of, of calories of energy. You let it happen. Bobby uh, am I crazy to seek a divorce now that I'm older? No. You're crazy not to, you fool. She doesn't work. She's a parasite. She doesn't do what you ask her to do. And I don't believe in telling people to do things I'm like you do it. You're not going to do it. You remove yourself from the situation, <clears throat> but you got married. All right. Uh, and yeah, man, like we will get to the sex later, but there's also an emotional, psychological or um, soul, spiritual kind of kindred. like, Hey, let's go here, man. Like, let's go do this. That's why, you know, any girl I date, she better be in the hiking. She better be in the motorcycle rides. No, we're not sitting here watching television. We watch a little bit of television. No, we're not watching television. <clears throat> no, we're not watching television. Uh, I her behavior has been so clear that she doesn't give one rat's ass about you. And look how sad and pathetic selection has become. And you guys tolerate this? Well, she she, she doesn't nag me or yell at me. She's kind of quiet and is a homebody. You know, so that's going okay. I. I No, that's not okay. She doesn't abuse me. She doesn't piss away too much money. Oh boy, put a ring on that, buddy. <clears throat> I started to get my, let myself go. Been back in fitness, and uh, you've lost some weight. Oh, I'm not sexually attracted to her anymore because of all this. All right, there. That's the that's the sentence that I wanted. It doesn't matter. All the other many varied and very good compelling reasons for you to divorce her that you've already listened to before that one takes the cake if you're not having sex there's no reason to be in a relationship women sit on a sit on a toy with your ass up it and spin if there is no sex there is no relationship <clears throat> sex is very important to the men women Sometimes it's a chore, but in theory, at the worst case scenario, women don't like sex, but they love their husband. They know to please him and take care of him. But sex is not an option for at least one people in this two-person negotiation. And therefore, it's vital to the negotiations, vital to that relationship. In um, the good case, women like sex too, all right? And they want that. But if, if you girls are not, if there's no sex, like either of you are not physically attracted to the other person, it's over. It's done. I don't care what the legal fallout is. I don't care what the financial costs are because you're probably gonna have to pay some money because you just sat on her ass. <clears throat> it it's over. And I I there's a there's a group of women out there who really like they're okay with the relationship without sex. I think maybe that's our ideal. I don't know why. I don't care why some women don't like sex. Why they view it as like a chore. <clears throat> I I it it, it doesn't matter. Because if there is no sex, there is no relationship. If there's no physical attraction, there is no relationship. And once that sex is g- done and, or, or begrudging, uh, walk away for every reason. I don't care if you got to pay out 70% of your income. Your kid's out of the house. So I guess you don't have to deal with uh, child support anymore. Leave. And here's the thing let's say your wife gets the the money and you know and all that she'll piss through it she 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 doesn't know how to work by this age she doesn't know how to work so <laughs> you're like i can't believe she got the money it's not like she's going to use it to be free and you know <clears throat> like have a good life she'll piss it away don't worry uh i'm not physically attracted to her anymore because of all this uh yeah you leave leave And now now we could introduce the financial and legal side of this, of of a divorce. It doesn't matter. In my mind, it'd be moot. I don't care if you operate at half the income that you're used to. You're going to be by yourself. You're not going to be supporting her or your kid, although your kid's out. So on that half that income, you can get by just fine. She doesn't love you. She doesn't care about you. She is an inferior, disgusting, low-quality piece of crap for a human. Does not want to advance herself; it just wants to watch TV. Leave and and divorce now. <clears throat> uh, without a doubt, I could say that now you might you might have to pay, but that's now where you get a lawyer involved. Okay, get a lawyer involved. You go talk to look what's the best because I don't want to go into your your financial situation is moot at this point because I you could be penniless and it'd still be worth leaving. Right. So, uh, but here's where you can, now you talk to a lawyer. What do I do up front? What do I do to, to make sure that she doesn't get the assets? If there are any maneuvers you can make previous to filing divorce, um, that's, that's going to be up to your lawyer, but I could tell you without a doubt, you got to leave this girl. Oh, the coffee got a little lukewarm. That's not good. Oh, good coffee. Good coffee. But for a million reasons, this, this is over. And I don't. I, frankly, I'm too tired whether people follow my advice or not. I, I really don't. And 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 if you if you please email me if you do. Let me know when you do divorce this this pathetic person. Um, because I like to hear a good story. <clears throat> if you don't divorce, I don't want to hear from you because I don't want to be like oh yeah, right. 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 wasted his life. But what we can gather from this is for all these younger men and boys out there. This is why you guys don't get married. I don't say it to be edgy. I don't say it because it gets the clicks. I don't say this is where we are today. You guys have got to get this in your head. Women don't like men as much as men like women. And that's fine. That's okay. That's how they're hardwired. That's how they're programmed. But you should incorporate that fact into any romantic and certainly matrimonial relationships you have with them. And especially in the context of divorce law, depending on the state, marriage should be off the table for all of you. There is no marriage. It is stupid. It is outdated. There is no damn reason for you to get married as a man in the United States or a richer gal in the United States. I'll grant you gals that. Because now you got it's like you pay to get in this nightclub, but you got to pay to leave. And sometimes that nightclub is not what it, oh, there's going to be girls and drinking and booze and fun and billiards. And you get in there and it's just an empty floor. Like, I want to get out of here. Oh, you got to pay half your assets to leave. How about you never enter the nightclub in the first place? And you can say, oh, would you like, because all men have to look. The government takes care of women. Uh, Women can work their own jobs. Technology has a law for it. There is nothing you have that women want. Except for commitment. And you don't that's that's a that's a word. That's that's on the honor system now. I will give you my word, I will commit to you. But we are not married. And and whatever lines in the land that we're within, like we're in a boundary, you know, these arbitrary lines. We put a line, oh, that's Arkansas. Oh, we're in the we're in this arbitrary place called Arkansas. I'm within this line. Think like, what is it? Missouri's there, <clears throat> Louisiana's there. Mississippi's there? Huh? Did I do it right? What's what's to the Oklahoma? Is Oklahoma to the west of Arkansas? Whatever. Here we are in, in this arbitrary line here. <clears throat> and the rules are this while I'm in this line. We're not nope, not me. There's no ring on that finger. We're never married. It, oh, it's a common law state. You have your own place, three blocks that way. And that that's what I'm willing to There you go. And then you avoid this, guys. So that when the statistically likely chance of, I'm going to let myself go. They don't say that. They just let themselves go. <clears throat> or they start getting stingy on sex. Oh, God, man, did I dodge a bullet? Did I? I, Cappy was in love. I thought I found the girl of all girls. And I saved it. Saved the letter. I'm like, this is it. This is the wow. You know, in the movies, this is the one. Kind of shows you, you think, oh, this one got away. And like, you think that. And she's like, well, I can't believe you'd expect me to wear lingerie and serve you martinis and heels. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Ladies, uh, if that is ever removed like there's the hey look how much fun we can have during you know when the girl you're dating her while she's single and she and then that goes away dude that bait and switch gee what do American what do boomer bosses and American women have in common the bait and switch no just like you don't commit working to an employer till death do you part you don't commit to a woman till death do you part why because the behavior could change And guys, if you don't believe me, I got it linked down below. I know you got I me. Mean, I don't know. Whoever can figure out to take facts and incorporate it into people's minds so that they listen to it and they incorporate it into their thinking and their behavior and therefore change their behavior, you'll be a billionaire, okay? But I'm going to try it vainly anyway. If if you don't believe me, if you still need help with it, you, whatever genetic holdover is keeping you in this unsatisfactory situation. Please go get the book of numbers, analyze the ROI of the pursuit of women. So, you know, just how rare and few, the quality girls are out there. So you stop forget even waste your money and time just so you stop worrying about it and stop stressing out about it. Gee, I hope to catch a prize musky in this, in this pond. One, it's not a pond. It's a sewer. And two, there is no prize musky in there. Oh yeah. Go ride a four wheeler or something else. Or go hunt deer. Do something else. Don't waste your time. Thanks, Cappy. No problem. If you must tie a line down, throw it in there, but don't, don't stand and hover over it. Go do something else. So it's the book of numbers, analyze the ROI and the pursuit of women. The numbers in there, maybe will slap some sense into you. And then for those of you who are afraid to divorce because, Oh, what will I do? I don't know. Go have a life for a change. <clears throat> Get the menu life without the opposite sex. Cause I'll tell you this to the client specifically and anyone else in this particular situation, you're going to be alone for a while. I I presume you ain't running off to get married again. All right so you gotta figure out what to do when there's not the opposite sex in your life, which is what everyone faces at least for a significant percentage of I you. Mean, we're all single, starting out. So before you hop back in because of the boo, go find out what what else there is to do in life. that will give you joy and fun, and you're gonna probably have to do it, even though this woman has treated you like utter crap, has no respect for you, doesn't like you at all. You're still going to, that absence of that person is going to cause some kind of depression and sadness or at least a malaise. So why don't you go and get the menu, Life Without the Opposite Sex, to come up with some ideas of things that you can do to help assuage the malaise. All right? And while you're all at it, there's about 200 people here. Why don't you all subscribe to the channel because Cappy's almost at 100,000. So, yeah, dude, uh, there you go. leave no super chats no super chats there you go see you guys later toodles